Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Israel is now pumping seawater into the tunnels. Well, this has been the plan for, I don't know, a decade? From when they first realized that Hamas was not only utilizing a tunnel system, but it's actually a good tunnel system. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. This is about ruining Hamas where they are, and Hamas is fracturing. Which explains why people like President Biden, who want to make the claim that he's a Zionist, (laughs) that's hilarious, are now saying, you know, you've run out of time. It's just, you're not popular. You got to make a change. The war continues. IDF, according to the Jerusalem Post, actually suffering heavy losses in battles in northern Gaza. Israeli forces have hit over 250 Hamas targets across Gaza. Ten IDF soldiers have been killed in the fighting in just the last 24 hours. This war is nowhere near over. But there is is no question that Hamas is getting splintered, fractured, and beaten. Now they just have to be destroyed. So now what you're going to hear is how Israel needs to slow down. Uh, the UN needs you to stop, and we need you to, we can't go on like this. We can't leave uh, a Gaza so destroyed. Gaza would be in better shape if Hamas had surrendered completely. If the world had put the pressure on Gaza, but they didn't always remember that Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar and Andre Carson never put the pressure on Hamas. Thomas Massey of Kentucky clearly has an Israel problem. There is of no debate. Where was the pressure put on Hamas to stop? No push at all. A worthy reminder. The tunnels are going to get flooded. We will see how soon the end is. We can only hope that it's soon. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, 
and everything in between. Yeah, it was notable to hear from President Zelensky today say that the uh, Ukrainian economy has grown 5% this year, this after now its second year in brutal war um, with Russia. That obviously sending a message to lawmakers here that their help has been uh, effective and warranted and welcomed. You know, we talk a lot about Republicans not wanting to continue um, funding Ukraine, at least without getting something in return. The president making clear last week that he is willing to negotiate on border security and take that issue seriously with more investments. How is that sitting with some members of your own party who may be worried, as has been reported, that he's conceding too much on this front? Well, well, here's the concern. I think there are a lot of members of my Democratic Party that recognize we have to do more on the border, that we need to strengthen the border. But we don't want to scuttle what we fundamentally need when it comes to immigration policy in the United States, which is a full immigration deal. But they never describe what a full immigration deal is. This is the problem. Now, I'm, I think it's interesting that Seth Moulton speaking, a Democrat from Massachusetts, being asked the question on CNN. There are Democrats who recognize we have to do something about the border. Well, that's great. Show me. Name names, show policies. And, and while we're at it, let's see that from the Republicans. Name names, show policies. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. The border is the most important subject in America. We've been saying it for a year. We've been right uh, on Tony Katz today, which goes from noon to three here at WIBC and heard around the state of Indiana. Uh, We have started Border Week presented by Americans for Prosperity. We're bringing people in, talk about all of the issues, all of the facets. And there is a constant continual refrain. You can't get Congress to move. And it, and it it is bipartisan ridiculousness. But certainly, uh, the, the Democratic Party has put themselves in a very, very weird spot by saying, we're not going to touch the border until you give us the money we want for Ukraine. And yes, I think the Republican Party is proper. It's good politics and it's rational to say, you mean you're putting Ukraine over the American people, another nation over the American people. And I'm somebody who favors providing bullets and tanks to Ukraine. Biden gave Zelensky, President Vladimir Zelensky of Ukraine, $200 million, but it's, think of it a little bit differently. He's not getting the money, he's getting the weapons from stockpiles that we have in the U.S. These are older stockpiles. Imagine what we could have given Ukraine if we hadn't just abandoned all those materials in Afghanistan. Never forget what Joe Biden did. Never forget the danger he created. So $200 million in a military aid package, which is going to be weapons and ammunition. If you ask me if I'm opposed to that, the answer is no. I favor that. 
And I know that, that some of us disagree on that. I'm fine with the disagreement. There has been a lot of talk regarding the idea that our problem is that first, no one can define what victory is. And there is without doubt, without any doubt, I should say, what's happening in Ukraine is stalemate. This is Senator Ron Johnson on with Laura Ingram over at Fox. Ukrainians win. I'm still short on the specifics of what victory looks like. Well, let's start with them not losing. That wasn't Ron Johnson. That was Senator Mark Kelly, who was on CNN, and they're playing this clip saying he wants to see Ukrainians win. And the, 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 the host there's like, okay, I, I don't, what do you mean by win? And Senator Mark Kelly of Arizona says, well, let's start with not losing. Now, let me say that there is, but you got to be really, really willing to reach for it. There is a mathematics to that. But that mathematics needs to be f- fleshed out. If you're saying that the key to Ukraine winning is not losing, you're talking about funding a fight in the trenches that goes on for the next decade and wears Putin out or eventually he dies, somebody else takes over and they stop this madness. He didn't, Senator Kelly didn't say that, but that's what he's saying, right? Once you say, well, winning is not losing, Not losing means just being there. And every now and then going pew, pew, pew. You know, to show that the fight's still going on. Winning is not losing. Winning is defeating your enemy. So Senator Kelly is being outrageously disingenuous here. And I appreciate the question from CNN. Because he's saying not losing. That's disingenuous. You're saying a long, protracted stalemate. We've heard this conversation stalemate before with a retired Army Major Mike Lyons, who we have on the show regularly. Laura Ingram relates it to the playground. Uh, is this eighth grade? Let's start with them not losing. What are the American people gaining here? Well, first of all, there is no strategy for Ukraine to win because they can't win. Uh, the only way they could win is they'd have to start lobbing missiles into Moscow to you know, reduce uh, you know, Russia's support for the war. They can't do that. The Pentagon that, knows that, this, that, though, right? Yeah. The Pentagon knows that they have lost the war already. This, this is 22 months. They, they tried a summer offensive. It didn't work. This is a bloody stalemate. Every day that goes by, more Ukrainians die, more Russian conscripts die. I take no joy in that. More Ukraine gets destroyed. So this war should be brought to an end. The sooner the better, uh, because every day the outcome ends up being worse. It's going to have to be a negotiated settlement. And from a standpoint of, you know, what America wants, we want a secure border. And that's what... Well, they're two what, separate what, things. I mean, I mean well, of no, course we want a secure border. This whole idea of tying them together, that was a fool's errand from the beginning. Tying, tying our well, border to Ukraine, what we do to Ukraine, makes zero sense. Certainly the way that President Biden wanted to do yeah. he just wanted more money to more efficiently encounter, process, and disperse. Yeah, bring them we in. need to actually secure the border. Yeah, but they- Now... Laura is hitting on, I think, the Republican Party there. There, and you see Johnson responding that, well, this is the way the Democrats have done it. That's how he's trying to position it. This idea of stalemate 
is accurate, and, and I don't know if it was Senator Johnson or somebody else. Why are we worried about Russia taking over Europe? They can't take over Ukraine. I think it was Mike Pence that stated Russia went from having the second greatest army in the world to having the second greatest army in Ukraine. So it, it's very true that this Russian military is a big, giant, hot mess, uh, but their history is like that as well. If indeed we want to say this is a stalemate, it's over, we're also saying that the solution, the settlement idea, the, the, the ending of hostilities is going to involve Ukraine giving up something. That's what it's going to involve. Now, are, is Ukraine there? Are they willing to give up something? Is Zelensky willing to give up something? I, I don't think he is. And certainly when you're getting another $200 million uh, in weapons from Biden, Biden is, doesn't seem like he's also playing the other side and trying to bring this to a close. I can appreciate a couple things happening at the same time. I do believe, even now, even with this whole conversation we just had, Ukraine should get hardware from us. They should get bullets, they should get guns, they should get tanks. They should not get a single dollar for their own retirement funds. I am not here to worry about that. If we haven't been enough of a friend, I'm not Marshall planning this thing. If they don't think we've been enough of a friend, dear Lord, I'm curious what they demand of their friends. But it is imperative that if an end comes, it has to be positioned in such a way that the world recognizes Putin's failure. He couldn't take the country. It's a very important thing to note. But if you think we're going to spend dollar after dollar after dollar without actually monitoring where our dollars went, this is where most Americans are like, this is nuts. It's billions of dollars. Can you tell me where it went? Can you tell me the good that it did? Can you track it? Can you trace it? Can you be transparent with it? And this administration and, and this Congress can't. And that's why people are like, this is crazy. It is a stalemate. The question is, should we keep the stalemate going? And I think there's a yes and no answer for that. For whatever reason, the meditations of Marcus Aurelius keep coming back into my life. And you're like, okay, Tony, what are you talking about? Tony Katz. 93 WIBC. Good morning, Marcus Aurelius, um, Roman emperor, uh, was um, a, a ruler and and isn't as much known, I, I think, for that as 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 much as he's known for these these writings referred to as the meditations and and this this development out of his own view of Stoic philosophy. So the, the idea of reason and self-restraint, and I think people would say fate, although I have my own questions about that, but it, it is this remarkable look of, of, of a man looking at his soul. And for whatever reason, over the past year, the soul has been a huge part of my thoughts.
in dealing with my own contract here at WIBC, which is signed, sealed, and delivered. Uh, I, I'm in. I'm here, people. Um, in looking at uh, syndication and that uh, contract, in looking at the opportunities that have been presented my way and maybe the things that I'm interested in, at the top line, looking at my family and then looking at myself, I, I, more than any other time in my life, the concept of the soul has been ever present. And, and maybe because it, it is, it's like when you're interested in a car, all of a sudden you see that car everywhere. There's actually a psychological concept be, behind that. But it's weird to see it pop up in social media and pop up in feeds and pop up just in random places. Um, the, the meditations from, from Marcus Aurelius. Which it, it, it is it is spectacular. Just as an examination of, of oneself and 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 where to put one's mind. And I and I recommend the book. And I recommend it uh as a gift. I recommend it for, for your own a personal library. If if you have not read it, uh Marcus is M A R C U S and Aurelius is A U R E L I U S. A U R E L I U S. Um and and even more so than the, in the book, and I, and I recommend the, the reading of the meditations, is the very idea of taking this moment. You know how we do the, the music moment, we take a breath and we take a beat. I, I cannot describe, uh, I, I don't think properly, how the, the, the very concepts of on edge, which I, I feel in a lot of people, especially watching what has happened uh, with these college campuses, watching what's happened with members of Congress, watching what happened in Congress with these university presidents, watching uh, uh, a, a host of uh, the, the on edge. The, this is our country. The, these people, who let them be in charge? And who, in, I think the, the, the best way to engage the fight sometimes is the recognition that you have to understand where you are in it. What is it that you're actually fighting for? To say it? To say it without a, without a, without a, a, a place of reasoning? Well, that's populism. And I'm not interested. It's not that I, I, I don't think that one can have a, a love of country. They should. It's, or, 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 or a sense of, if, if you will, pride or, or belief in nation. All those things in measure solid as a soul driving force without practical application underneath without a basis underneath i don't know what that is except i i see it and i think it sucks so maybe that's why the soul is coming up people don't take the moment to ask themselves some of the base questions have a baseline of of who they are, of why they believe what they believe in order to then lead to the better spot. I think it's necessary. As a matter of fact, I'm convinced it's necessary. And I am near convinced that it has to start with one soul. And not necessarily in a religious concept, except the, you might see this as religious. Um, the Meditations, Marcus Aurelius. I swear to you, I should start a book club. And I mean, it's not, I mean, that's not, that's totally not who I am. But lately, mm, it has been on my mind.
coming up, uh, we'll talk about uh, some people who actually do suck. The story of Stephen Colbert. He's not the only one who can be funny. Tony Katz, well, he's not funny, so you'd see how easy it is. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. Just a reminder that late night television has proven it doesn't have to be funny. As a matter of fact, funny is not the name of the game. What late night TV has to do is serve the need of the network to show its advertisers and its hive mind followers that they're all in the right camp when it comes to uh, their, their ideology. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. So I don't know if this would be the id or the ego. Sometimes I get it right. Sometimes I, I, I get it wrong. So the ego is in the conscious, pre-conscious, and unconscious mind. The ego is the personality component responsible for dealing with reality. The id is um, the primary component of personality. So would, would, the, would the shows be the, the ego? Or are the shows, the, the late night shows, the id, that are, are really the, the, the pulse of where these networks are at? And where these networks are at are proving how incredibly progressive they can be. They are willing to eliminate half their audience or more and then not even try to be funny and not try and build an audience, which is very much not what you want to do. This brings us to Colbert, who noticed that Tucker Carlson is launching a network. Oh, there's news about former Fox News anchor and Orville Reddenbigot, Tucker Carlson. You may get it, Orville Reddenbigot, because he used to wear a bow tie like Orville Redenbacher. I <laughs> remember. You may remember that Tucker got fired from Fox News for somehow being too racist. So. <laughs> He started a show over on... Again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be funny. He just has to say it. That's the job. Say these things. Doesn't matter if it's real. On Twitter, but now he's got an even worse idea because yesterday he announced he's launching his own streaming service called Tucker Carlson Network for $9 a month. Now that seems steep, but there is a free version. For $0 a month, you can never watch Tucker Carlson again. Now, you see, that would have been a good joke. And you could have said that about a lot of people in a lot of ways. It would have been a solid, solid joke and funny and fine. And 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 and, and that's that. By the way, you know, uh, Stephen Colbert was out for a week past the strike, uh, writer strike, because he had a ruptured appendix. Oh, you didn't know that? That's right, because you're not watching, which is the whole point. Tucker on Twitter is going to have more viewers than Colbert ever. But wait for it. There's more. <laughs> Acting. So, so what's on this network? According to the website, there'll be interviews with people like Kid Rock, Martin Shkreli, Alex Jones, and RFK Jr., collectively known as Mount Douchemore. The only thing, the only thing I don't really get about this new platform is the name, Tucker 
Carlson Network. It kind of feels incomplete. Like, it doesn't feel like he should have called it the Tucker Carlson Network. And he really should have gotten the website, thetuckercarlsonnetwork.com. And he didn't. But I did. So head on over to my thetuckercarlsonnetwork.com and check out my exclusive Tucker content. And when you go to that website, uh, it's a cartoon version of Tucker as like one of those Russian dolls dancing. And then it's uh, some place to donate to some left-wing causes. Tucker's going to have a bigger audience than Colbert, and we all know it. But your, 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 your big thing is, hey, let me get a website that nine people are going to go to that night and then no one's ever going to use again. I mean, this is what we're doing? This is the funny. All right, I guess if that's funny, I guess people should go out and get their Stephen Colbert uh, websites. Like, I don't know, uh, StephenColbertSucks.com. Oh, wait, I already got that? I got that this morning. Huh. Huh. If anybody would like to help me develop a website, uh, Tony at TonyCats.com, you know where to find me. But this is, this is what's funny. Let's go do.